Blog Talk Radio. I am Minister Ginger London. Thank you so much for joining me on this evening for the Gotta Get Myself Together um, radio show. We're doing something very special here at Ginger London Ministries. We are doing what we, um, the second annual Gotta Get Myself Together 45-day challenge. And uh, this year our theme is Enlarge Your Territory. Knowing better means doing better. And so this is the first radio show we are in uh, today, three of the Got to Get Myself Together Challenge. Um, so if you haven't joined us, get on over to the Facebook group, Got to Get Myself Together, so you can catch up with us. But this is the first radio show, but we have already started the 45-day challenge. I'm excited. Right now we're talking about your personal uh, growth. And um, just to catch you up a little bit, uh, for days one and two on the challenge, we talked about you are spiritually responsible for your own personal growth, and that is so very true. And so and on tonight, and I'll give you a little bit more about that in just a moment, but on tonight we're talking about how to make your attitude your friend. And we all know that whatever attitude that we have, whatever attitude we um, present and, and, and um, show in situations and circumstances, it will have a major impact on the outcome of that, whether it's good or bad. And so, you know, we say your attitude is determined, will take you as high as you want to go, or it'll deflate you uh, to a, a certain uh, position. You could be the best person in the world, but if your attitude stinks on a job, you won't get very far. Or if, it's, if you have a bad attitude with friends, you won't have good relationships. And even in family situations, you won't have good um, relationships. So just to give you a little background about the 45-day challenge that we're doing, Again, it's called Enlarge Your Territory. If you believe in God for great things for this year, for your life, uh, especially your personal life, in the, uh, that could be in the uh, area of family, career, um, just personal growth, uh, you know, your relationship areas, um, this, is the, this will be the challenge for you. It's very intense, but it's on point. And it's 45 days of really focusing on, in on where you are right now compared to where you desire to be. In life, and what action steps do you need to take to get to the place where you want to be? And so, the theme is enlarge your territory. Knowing better means doing better. The Word of God says in Hosea, "For my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge." And it continues on to say, "Because you reject knowledge." So, when you reject knowledge, that means that what you're saying is, "I don't want the information that is going to empower me because now I'll be challenged." to change. But if you receive that information, then you will change in life. And so on this challenge, we're um, presenting the the challengers with questions uh, such as, do you want to be a better person? You know, do you want to accomplish something worthwhile? Do you want to be more than where you um, want to be more than uh, uh, who you are right now? 
or where you are right now? Do you, you know, oftentimes have an unexplainable urge to succeed at something and to grow beyond your current surroundings? Do you have some unfinished business from last year? You know, and if the answer is yes to any of these questions, again, the challenge is for you. So the intention of this challenge is to help you make a shift in improving your life for the better and equipping you to be able to help others better themselves. You know, sometimes we say that we have a great assignment that God has given us and we're supposed to be helping others, but we don't improve first. So in order to do what we desire to do, we have to make sure that we get ourselves straight. So during the 45 Days Challenge, if you're interested, please join us. Um, you can go to gingerlondon.com and you'll see where you can sign up. Or if you connect it, uh, with me on Facebook or if you're on Facebook, you can go to the Got to Get Myself Together Challenge and just join the group. And everything is posted in the Facebook group. So on, during the challenge, what you're going to learn you're going to identify what's important to you in your life. You're going to begin to set life goals and passions. You're going to learn how to live on purpose. You're going to learn how to recognize the filter you're using to see things in your life. Um, you know, sometimes our, our perception is cloudy, is um, tainted by, you know, what we believe and what we, you know, perceive to be correct. Um, you're going to learn how to renew your mind. You know, get rid of that old thinking and take on new thinking. You're going to... Um, Learn how to uh, to deal with uh, setbacks. You know, you're going to learn how to um, to um, improve your spirit, your mind, your soul. How to grow spiritually. How to improve your family and uh, re- uh, relationships as well as your other personal relationships. You know, and um, how to improve yourself just overall for a really good, well lived life. And so we're going to cover some topics like the basics of doing better, which is what we started with, which is you are spiritually responsible for your uh, personal growth, and we also did today, how to, which we're going to cover tonight on this show, how to make your attitude your friend, okay? Uh, we're going to cover some things that you must do. Topics are your mind and emotion, your words matter, the power of relationships. We cannot do this alone. Even when you're growing personally, you need to connect with someone. The Word of God says two are better than one. And so in many different instances, and uh, we see that when people um, in the scriptures did certain things, they were hardly ever alone doing things. Okay, so the power of relationships, how to change your attitude, we're going to deal with that as well. The art of solving problems, um, the power of positive thinking, how to manage your emotions, and so much more. 45 days is a long time. And if you really focus and get into it and put a hundred percent into it at the end of 45 days you will not only see a change in your life you will be able to experience it and tell somebody about the feeling the impact spiritually that this 45 days challenge is going to have on you because you will feel it internally and the word of god tells us to become stronger in our inner man so that's where you want to feel it in the inner man because that's the core of your being and if you get that strengthened then it will manifest itself on the outside and you will be able to experience great things in life and so uh included in the 45 day challenge i'm going to give you specialized instructions i'm going to be your teacher and your your challenge host and your your life coach um, there is an exclusive Facebook group where you can support one another, have accountability, you can share ideas. We're going to have several of these specialized uh, radio shows as well as some unique um, uh, teleconference calls that we're going to do. 
Um, we're going to have um, some training videos posted in the Facebook group. And then, of course, you will also always also have an opportunity to work with me privately if you need um, help in certain areas or to get from unstuck to move forward. You can connect with me as your life coach, and um, you'll be able to um, uh, work with me privately outside of either within or outside of the 45-day challenge. And so you can always contact me uh, through email uh, to let me know when you're ready um, to do that. And so just a recap, just a little bit of what we've already talked about um, on the 45-day challenge. We started with um, you are spiritually responsible for your personal growth. And I can't talk to you about making uh, your attitude your friend without giving you just a brief recap of this because personal growth, when you understand it, you know that your attitude is involved in it. So, you know, when you talk about what is personal growth, what is getting yourself together, you know, every year at the top of the year, people say they have New Year's resolutions and they're going to do better. They're going to pray more. They're going to study the word of God more. I want to be a better person. I want to be a better husband, a better wife, a better parent. I want to be a better friend, a better coworker, you know, a better employee or a better employer. It doesn't matter what category you put the, the um, you identify that you want to be better in. In order to be better, you have to take on the uh, responsibility for improving yourself. So, as you know, there are many people in the industry today, they're just unhappy for whatever reason. But even if you're unhappy, if you're unsatisfied, um, there is a way to change it. Personal growth is a spiritual, is spiritual, and it's a path that you take to better your life, better your family situation, better your career, you know, uh, to get better emotionally to, uh, in every aspect of your life. It gives you an opportunity um, uh to do better. That's what personal growth is. And it is spiritual. And and that's you can't get around it not being spiritual. Okay, and it all starts in your mind. And the word of God tells us in Romans twelve and two, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So transformation begins with a renew renewing of your mind, changing what you believe, changing what you Think about life, what you think about certain situations, changing your perspective on uh, towards certain things. It all begins in your mind. So if you think or we're going to use know that you can do better, then you will do better. But if you think, you you know, things like I'm stuck in this dead-end job, you know, um, I don't have anybody to help me, until you change that thought pattern, you will be ultimately unhappy in life. And that is unfortunate because there's always a way out from from a stuck position to being to be uh, to moving into a progressive, you know, dynamic, always moving forward in life position, and that's where you always want to stay. Even sometimes, if you do get stuck, you want to know that you are empowered spiritually to take another step that brings you out of the stuck position and puts you in the direct path of progressively moving forward in life. All right, and so you want to make sure that you do that. So remember that it is spiritually, uh, a spiritual path, and you are spiritually responsible for your own personal growth. Um, when you take on the spiritual path or assignment, if you will, or towards moving toward your personal growth, there are some um, pointers that I want to share with you to help you to achieve spiritual success. And the first one is make a commitment. So if you're going to do this 45-day challenge, 
if you're going to be a part of it, whether you do it with the duration or you catch us here and there, you know, uh, depending on what your schedule is like, you want to make a commitment. Make a commitment and a concentrated effort to reduce um, the people, places, and things that drain your energy and entrap you in negative moods. You know, you want to stay balanced and connected to your spirit by filtering what you see, what you hear, and feel from your surroundings. If you want to improve your life, you want to get it together, get yourself together, you want to enlarge your territory, if you want to do better, you're going to have to make a commitment. And in making that commitment sometimes, not sometimes, all of the time, it does mean taking a um, spiritual inspection, if you will, of what's going going on around you, who the people are around you, what places are you hanging out, what is it that's draining your energy? Because when your energy is drained, you have nothing left in you once it's drained until you have been replenished somehow. There's nothing left in you to push yourself to do better, you know, to even have the, 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 the energy to, to even have, a, you know, to even think about wanting to do better. You're drained from even thinking, having the ability to think. So, you, number one, you want to make a commitment. Okay, then number two, you want to make sure you make someone happy every day. You want to see your life better. Do something good for someone else. That's where you can start right there. You don't know what steps you take. A smile, a word of encouragement, you know, to someone. You know, uh, life can be difficult. It has, you know, that is for certain. And when you help make someone else's day a little bit better or easier, you will always um help to brighten it would always help to brighten your day and feed your spirit and feed your soul you know you know so make someone else make someone happy every day smile be polite say hello you know sometimes listen to someone if they just want to talk about something you know without you know even if they don't want any advice just want to kind of you know blow it off or vent a little bit and they want to feel better smile and say I understand you and I'm praying for you so number three Know your spiritual personality, okay? Begin to understand your spiritual personality. Write down the activities, you know, that bring you a sense of peace, a connection or joy. Look for themes um, uh, when you're writing them down. Look for the themes in your answers and find um, that practice that is that is similar to, you know, uh, the themes that you see. And then, you know, begin to do that. So if you get excited about participating in some type of spiritual activity or church activity, say maybe feeding the hungry, you know, or maybe you get excited about working with young people or, you know, uh, maybe you get excited about planning fellowship events or maybe you, whatever uh, it is, know your spiritual personality because when you're outside of what makes you happy, you'll find yourself becoming discouraged and you'll find yourself becoming, um, uh, again, drained you know, even in a spiritual journey. So connect to activities and things that uh, identify with you and with your spiritual personality. It doesn't mean that you can't do anything outside of that, but when you're striving for excellence and when you're striving to do better in life, you must connect to those things that will empower you to do better and to empower you to push yourself and keep growing, all right? Then number four, pick a daily practice, okay? So it could be something, uh, a simple activity that helps you to restore your calmness and interrupts the cycles of stress, distraction, you know, in your daily life. You know, do it once a day. You know, so for example, you might take five minutes and you might just want to meditate, you know. Or if you do breathing exercises, you know, you may want to take five minutes and just do some breathing exercises. Or you may want to uh, 
spend um, a few minutes uh, in prayer in the morning time and, you know, um, uh, connecting to what matters to you. Or in the evening before you rest at night, you maybe go to a quiet place and you just spend several minutes just meditating. You know, whatever that is, pick a, a daily practice and commit to it again to doing it every day, especially on this 45-day challenge. You want to know that you know that you know that you can find that place of rescue or that safe haven, if you will, that even if you had a stressful day on this challenge, you could go to that place, that safe haven, and you can participate in this daily practice. And guess what? You can bring yourself back into a spiritual alignment or connection to that thing that matters the most. And that's your spirit, man, being connected to God, you know, because great is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And so you want to make sure that you're always connected to the spirit of God. All right. And then once you pick up a daily practice, I want to encourage you to pick um, like uh, a weekly practice. Okay. So if you like going to church, make sure you go to church every Sunday or you go to Bible study on Wednesday. You know, if you sing in the choir, make sure you go to the choir rehearsal, you know, weekly. You know, if you're somebody who likes to take a, a walk in the park or in nature, say every Thursday evening I'm going to take a brisk walk or a meditative walk. If you know you like to volunteer at certain places, okay, every Friday I'm going to go volunteer at the food bank. I'm going to go volunteer uh, at the hospital, you know, become a, a hospital volunteer. So I know every Friday this is what I'm going to do, and this is my way of being actively involved in the community and actually sharing myself with the world and my, you know, my gifts, my talents, my nice personality, whatever it is. This is the way that I'm going to uh, be able to give back, all right? And then you want to um, find a teacher. You know, it might be hard to find good help, but um, not having like a, a mentor, a life coach, or a trusted guide of some kind, you know, you can can lead to misdirection. It can lead to disaster. You know, so you want to really get connected um, to a life coach or a mentor or a guide. You know, um, in your life at some point in your life. So here's where I can here where I can connect with you as your personal life coach to help you see the positive life changing results that you desire in your life. So if you you can always email me uh, for that to find out how we can work together. And you can email me at ginger at gingerlondon.com. Okay, and so you want to make sure, so because you are spiritually responsible for your personal growth, and the Word of God says that He has given us people in certain positions for the equipping of the saints, meaning for the, for the maturing of the saints. You can't do it by yourself. So I'm available here. I'm for you. I'm here for you. We need to make a connection so that you can have the best possible life coach for you. I know what God has blessed me with. I know the gifts I have, the abilities that I have, and so I want to share those with you. So, again, you can uh, email me at gingerlondon.com for that. And so let's get into tonight's show. And uh, tonight we're talking about make your attitude your friend. So, you know, in every aspect of your life, your attitude plays a big role. If you want to get ahead and be content in your life, then you will have to make your attitude your friend. And that's going to be very important, making your attitude um, uh, your friend, you know. And so your attitude reflects in everything you do and everything that happens to you. So in order to make your attitude your friend, you have to learn what that means. You know, you have to learn how to make your your attitude positive and how to implement the idea of making your attitude your friend in life. 
So it's going to take some work in order to be able to make your attitude your friend, but it's well worth it. So as you learn uh, your attitude, um, as you will learn in this show, your attitude can paint your whole life and it can change everything about your current situation just by letting your attitude lead you. So when we talk figuratively about your attitude being your friend, you know, here's what I want you to see. I want you to see your attitude becoming a basic friend to you, okay, which means that your attitude is going to display, um, you know, it's going to display a path that you're going to take, all right? That's what it's going to do. So when it becomes your uh, um, basic friend, if you will, um, then it's going to be a path um, that you're going to take, okay? So it, so when I say friend, I'm not talking about like you and our friends, you know, it's figurative. I'm just using that figuratively, you know. And so your attitude will affect your life and it will help in determining what happens to you. So let's break that down and let's look at what makes your attitude your friend, you know, in simple terms. You know, in order to do that, you have to define what a friend is. And for what we're teaching tonight, a friend in this case is a path you travel down. So your attitude is the way you act, the way you think, and uh, and the way you treat those around you. So your attitude affects everything in your life. It is It affects um the way you think, and how you treat others. Now, to make your attitude your friend would mean to let your attitude guide you. Your attitude is going to shape your life. Uh, everything in your life is going to be the tra- uh, you're going to be traveling down the path which your attitude is going to lead and take you. Remember earlier I said that if you have a great attitude on the job, you'll connect with people or anywhere. But if you have, you could be the best person in the world, gifted, talented, skilled, trained, but if your attitude is horrible, people will not want to connect with you, and your attitude will stop you from getting promotions, lifelong friendships, uh, great relationships. It will hinder everything in your life, regardless of how gifted and talented um, that you are. So the best thing that you can do is adapt adapt to a positive attitude. So um, your friend, which is your attitude, becomes a positive path that you take, all right? You have to make your attitude um, your friend by choosing what exactly your friend is going to be to you. What is your attitude going to be to you? Is it going to be a negative one or a positive one? Is it going to be about hard work or is it going to be about laziness? The attitude you choose to have in life is going to influence everything that happens during life. So choose that friend wisely. If you know your attitude stinks, then make a commitment to do whatever you need to do this year to get that stench out and to to have a great um, aroma coming from your spirit. You change your attitude. People want to see something different when they, they when they see you coming. They want to be able to smile. You know, you want a sweet aroma coming from your life. You don't want some hard talking. You know, profanity. You know, meanness, just angriness and negativity all the time coming from you. So. Uh, uh, a lot of people believe that positive attitude brings about positive things, while negative attitude brings about negative things. We've all heard that. You know, whatever whatever you are, you draw it to you, okay? So if you're negative, you draw negativity to you. If you're positive, you draw positive things to you. So uh, it's no doubt that a positive attitude has a way of powerfully influencing your environment. It may not be in the way that you think, just because you have a positive attitude does not mean that everything will automatically 
go your way. But when you do think positively and have a great attitude, you will be less likely to see the negative in things, and therefore your environment will appear to change. All right? You will probably uh, start to notice little things more than ever before, and that will uh, have a pleasant effect upon you, okay, because you'll go from um, always seeing the negative in, in, in a situation to now seeing a positive thing, even if it's a little positive a thing. And so it's very powerful. Um, having a positive attitude has a powerful influence on your life. And so when you think um, positively, you begin to believe in yourself. Because if you notice people who are always negative, you know, they really don't have a strong belief about themselves. It doesn't matter how arrogant or how conceited they come across, there's going to be a huge amount of insecurity under all of that negativity and all of that arrogance and all of that conceitedness. It's deeply embedded in that. It's going to be a lot of personal insecurities. So when you are positive, you start believing in yourself. It allows you to believe that you can accomplish something, put your mind to it. You'll be able to set goals and reach them because you will believe that you can do it. You will not have the negative energy to hold you back. That is why attitude, your attitude has to become your friend. You know, it has to. Not um, uh, We can see great attitudes in other people, but we can't take their attitudes on. We have to develop our own attitude. So a positive attitude is very influential. You know, it will shape every uh, one and everything around you. You're going to see the great power uh, it has almost immediately, you know, um, a positive attitude is not something that's subtle. It's dynamic. It's moving. It is really magnetizing. It, it's like it's like a magnet. It just draws people to you, and that's why people will see something immediately in you when your attitude changes. You'll see their faces light up if you've been uh, not such a good person, but then when you change to a, a better person, then when people notice that change in you, you will see the reflection um with, from them on their faces everywhere because they're going to see something different um, in you. And so you have to decide what you want um, from life. All right, do you want positive things or do you want negative things? And I know that may sound like a silly question, but most people are going to quickly say uh, positive things, of course, but when it comes to that, um people don't always put forth the effort to actually make the positive happen. Okay, so they want um, it just to flow and without any roadblocks, any challenges around the corner. You know, uh, they choose, uh, they want to choose a positive uh, path, but then when something comes up, then all of a sudden they, they revert back to negative thinking. So if you're going to um, make it your friend, it's a, it's a conscious effort effort. You really have to target your thinking towards uh, positive things. You have to have your mind renewed in order to uh, grow in this area, to conduct yourself in positive ways, to think positive about things, and to live in 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 a positive manner. You really have to make your attitude your friend. It's it's no question about that. Uh, Without that, you're going to struggle uh, a lot. So what are the ways that you can make your attitude um, uh, your friend? You know, how can you do that? You know, it's really about believing in the idea that your attitude affects your life and what happens to you. 
you know, if you struggle in believing that, if you think, um, uh, if you struggle in believing that, if you think positive, that positive things will happen, then the first step in making your attitude your friend is to change the way you the way you think. So if you are doubtful about positive things happening in um, in your life, or if you don't believe about um, you know certain things about positive things happening in your life, you have to change your mindset. You have to get beyond that thinking. Go into what we just. What I just talked about earlier, you have to believe it. You have to believe that a change can occur in your life. You have to believe that um, uh, you can be a better person, you know, and better things can happen for you. You have to take on that. You have to change your mind. You have to believe in the idea that positive, that a positive attitude equals positive results. And that's just as simple as that. And if you're not sure about that, then you know what? You need to talk to two or three, four or five people who are positive or who are upbeat a lot or who smile a lot, who really seem to uh, have it together and they are doing well in life and talk to them about having a positive attitude and give, ask them to give you testimonies and share stories with you about how being positive um, has drawn certain blessings uh, to their lives. You have to start looking for that proof. You know, it's not hard to find, you know, um, Positive people are all around you. So if you're unsure about that, you have to start looking for proof. And the way to get that proof is to actually start talking to people and uh, getting testimonies from them, live testimonies. Say, hey, do you have a minute? And let them know that. So, And when you do that, then it impacts you. And now, you have to all make sure that um, – you're, you you know, this is a friendly approach that you're making. And that's a challenge for you because if you haven't been the best person you could possibly be, to even go to someone to ask them to about uh, being upbeat, about being positive, it would be a little challenging for you because if, if it's somebody that's been watching you, they're wondering, like, what does she want now? What does he want now? So the question, you know, am, you may have to ask yourself is, am I, am, am I ready now to, to approach someone? Am I friendly you know, because the Word of God says for you to have friends, you first have to show yourself friendly. So that's a challenge right there because that negativity, if it's been operating in your life, may have been operating for so long that you now may believe that that's your personality. And really it's not. It's a counterfeit. It's a camouflage. It's something that has gotten in the way of the created you. The real you that God has deep down on the inside uh, can't come out because you have allowed the negative part, the negative thing to, to control you for so long that now you believe that that's really you. That's not you, all right? So you want to make sure that you, uh, when you're getting ready to um, approach people, that you're friendly. You know, ask someone to help you in um, in that area. So once you have done that, you want to make sure that you incorporate positive things in your life. You know, um, every time that you, uh, let's say, um, Find your thoughts drifting off to the negative. You may you may have to make a conscious effort to make them positive instead. You know, it helps to train yourself to always find the positive in everything, and and there's there are some ways that you can do that. So, um, but right now, if you're struggling in this in this particular uh, area with a lot of negativity always pushing at you, gnawing at you in your mind, in your heart in your spirit, man, the most important thing for you to do right now is to really find somebody to work with who can help bring you out of that. Because if you could do it by yourself, it it would be done. 
right now. And that's real hard sometimes when you have been negative for a long period of time to try to find, crawl your own way out, you know, of that bag of negativity because, it's you know, it's just not going to make any sense because you've allowed it to linger for so long. So you need somebody with fresh eyes, with a, a mind of wisdom, you know, and who knows how to verbally talk to you or to talk to people to um, encourage them and to guide them because you need some knowledge that can that can dismantle the negativity and then empower you with the positive things and the spirit-filled things to make sure that your inner man becomes strong. All right, so you want to make sure um, – that you that you do that. You want to develop a positive attitude. So I want to give you just a few pointers about um, um, your attitude, and we're going to talk a little bit more about it from a spiritual perspective. Um, and so, um, but before we do that, I want to give you some um, ways that you can actually um, add some positive uh, influence to your life. You know, so if you're taking uh, notes, it's going to be very, very simple things that you can do to help bring about that change. You know, number one, find a happy place. You know, create a create a place in your mind that is your ideal paradise. You know, what gets you excited? What makes you happy? What you know? What you know? What is where is that place? You know, um, when you feel stressed out or when you feel down, try to go to that place. You know, so hey, if you know, hey, one day I want to take me. A trip to New York because I want to go on. Um, I want to go to Times Square. I gotta see all of that. You know, find that place in your mind to kind of calm your spirit down and just give you something exciting and happy um, to be about. You know, then number two, you want to get a hobby. All right, find something that you're going to enjoy doing that will raise your spirit, that would uplift you and empower you, and allow you to to uh, maintain a positive attitude. Find a hobby. You know, and if you know. Things have changed, you know, uh, within the last several years, probably 15 uh, to 20 years. You know, hobbies used to be crafts and all that kind of stuff. Now it's a little kind of grown as some other things, playing video games and all those kinds of things. So if you're someone who likes uh, video games and um, things like that with the tablets and the computer, then find those games that are positive. Don't find games where you're shooting up cops and you know, and killing folks and blood is splattering all on the screen and stuff. Find something that you can laugh about, enjoy, you know, some of the jewel games, the three in a row, the um, find, uh, you know, my mom likes Wheel of Fortune. So, you know, find those games that are happy, that can, that can uh, also, while they're making you happy, but also can help you um, uh, improve your brain power, you know, solving puzzles and those kinds of things, all right? So find a happy place, number one. Number two, get a hobby. And then um, number three, find affirmations and faith confessions, okay, that you can speak over your life. You know, faith confessions and affirmations, those are sayings, they are verses, you know, they are short pieces that have a positive influence. You know, um, it can be a quote, it can be a verse from the Bible, or even a line from a greeting card. You know, they are they are simply something that makes you think positive, and um, and even just uh, bring a smile to your face. You know, so using an affirmation or a positive confession daily can perk up your attitude in an instant. You know, we've all seen it and, and probably experienced it. You see a great quote from somebody, and immediately immediately your spirit is lifted and there's a smile on your face and you go you have an aha moment 
you know, you share it, <coughs> excuse me, with someone, you know, the quotes, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And so do do um, those things and to help begin to reshape and um, shape your life and um, get you established in um, actually becoming uh, a positive person. So let's look at um, attitude right quick before um, we wrap up here. I want to give you a couple of things that are key, keys that you should know about your attitude. And once you hear these keys, you'll know why your attitude is so important um, in your life. Number one, your attitude is the behavior and mood created by something you have chosen to focus upon. And I'm going to read that one again. Your attitude is the behavior and mood created by something you have chosen to focus upon. It's a viewpoint. It's a state of mind towards something. Um, remember I told you earlier, it's a perspective, you know. So it's your attitude is something you've chosen to focus upon. So if you've spent a lot of years focusing on negativity, that's why your attitude is so negative. If you've spent a lot of time focused on positive, spirit-filled things, that's why you have a better attitude, okay? So whatever you have chosen to focus upon, that. It's the viewpoint that you have about a particular thing or situation or life, and that's why your attitude presents itself that way because you have decided certain things. That's why it's important to have your mind renewed. You know, um, it's easy to get caught in those caught up in those viewpoints. You had bad relationships, you know, over the years, bad friendships over the years. If you've had some unhealthy family uh, ties and experiences, it's real easy to have negative viewpoints about things, especially if you have experienced that for years and there's never been an intervention, if you will, to help you improve your life. It's really going to be a struggle uh, to renew your mind. But if you're willing to, to do it, it'll work, all right? And so your your attitude is the behavior and mood created by something you have chosen to focus upon. Then number two, I love this one. Um, your attitude is more powerful than your gifts and talents, all right? Attitude is a powerful force, and I just said it's very powerful. It's influential, you know. Um, it's a force that attracts others towards you, and it moves them away or it moves them away from you. So you can be gifted. You can be talented, um, uh, the best in the world, if you will, you know. But because if your attitude is not good, you'll never experience the greatest rewards and benefits from you being as gifted as you are, as talented as you are, as skilled as you are, because your attitude will um, not allow people to want to come near you or have a desire to be around you. So you won't experience the greatest benefit that you could possibly experience from um, from your attitude. Okay, then um, number three, the scriptures instructs you to correct your own attitude. Ephesians uh, 4, 31 and 32 says, um, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, have forgiven you. The Apostle Paul wrote to the church of Ephesus, and he's saying, hey, you have to do this. So you are responsible for correcting your own attitude, all right? And then the right attitude is better, uh, is the behavior, rather, and conduct 
are produced and desired by the Holy Spirit for you on any given occasion. And I and I really, really love that. If your attitude is not good when you just want it to be good, it should be good all the time. All right. Ephesians uh, 4 and 32 says um, to be tenderhearted and forgiving. Be kind, be tenderhearted and forgiving towards one another. You know, God has forgiven us. We have to forgive others. And so if, sometimes we can get into some tough spots, and sometimes we can get into some unexpected situations that just really strike a nerve in you. You know, when the dust settles, we have to go back to practicing the spiritual principle of forgiving. All right, so your conduct and your attitude uh, and behavior, we, we have to make sure that they are the one that God desires from us every day. Not when we just want it to be good. It has to be something that God desires every day. And even when we mess up, we know that we can ask for forgiveness and God will forgive us. We have to make sure, though, that we align ourselves with that. All right? And then you are responsible for changing your own attitude. All right? And again, Ephesians, read this. Go back and read Ephesians chapter 4, verses 28 to 31. You know, uh, we are under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit to initiate change in our lives. You know, we have to do it. When you go back to Romans chapter 12, it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, he is urging us to what? Not conform to the world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our minds, right? And so we have to do that. We have to put forth an effort to actually do what it is that God desires for us to do and to make sure that our attitude changes and that we are living the life that God intends for us um, to live. All right. And then uh, number seven, your attitude is a power tool used by God to reconstruct the circumstances around you. All right. So it minimizes the effect of negative things. If your attitude is positive, if it's godly, it's going to minimize the negative things that are around you. It, it, it enables you to uh, pleasure the Holy Spirit, keeping him present in your life to defeat your enemy. You have to stay positive. You have to stay godly. Your attitude has to change. If you're going to get yourself together, if you're going to enlarge your territory, and um, when we talk about territory, we're talking about your life. You're going to enlarge your territory, your life, so that you can live a better life, live a more abundant life, live a prosperous life. You will have to make sure that you stay connected to godly and positive things and that the Holy Spirit is in control of of your life. All right? All right? Your attitude can be an effective weapon for victory. Now, a lot of times we go through things in life. You may be going through something, and it's all going to be your attitude that's going to determine that outcome. We have to make very sure about our attitude, even if we're disappointed about um, whatever is going on in certain situations in life. Even if we're disappointed, we have to make absolutely sure that our attitude is exactly what it's supposed to be. If we want to be victorious, we got to make sure that our attitude is godly because when it's godly, it becomes that weapon for victory. All right? Regardless of what's thrown at you, um, when you have an attitude of thanksgiving, when you have an attitude of praise, you know, when you have an attitude of positive things, it's going to attract those spiritual angels that God's going to release to uh, protect you. It's going to, it's going to, re- it's going to actually, that's what's going to, you're going to draw spiritual help your way. And in those situations where it looks like you're not going to be victorious, when you've done all that you've done, can do, and you stand, then you will see 
God work on your behalf. But your attitude has to be right. You have to have an attitude of praise and thanksgiving. You have to have an attitude of belief and not doubt. That's why it's so important that when you renew your mind, you renew your mind according to the word of God. You know, not according to what the streets are teaching you, not according to what your best friend is trying to get you to believe, not according to what you see on the reality shows and sitcoms, according to the word of God. That is how you're going to renew your mind and change um, your attitude, all right? And then your attitude, um, uh, mag- um, what you magnify in your mind is controlling your attitude, and that goes back to what I said first. Whatever, you, whatever you're focusing on, that's what that's what you that's what is going on with your attitude. So if you meditate upon your own mistakes, if you become very discouraged and um, very self-critical, you know, uh, and eventually that's going to turn to an abnormal criticism of others as well, because you're not just going to criticize yourself. You want to turn around and start criticizing others, and so you want to make sure that um, what you're magnifying in your mind is what God wants you to concentrate on. And those are positive things. The Word of God tells us to think on things that are true, pure and lovely and of just and of good report. That's what we should be thinking about. When you have that type of mindset, it doesn't mean that you won't become discouraged, disappointed, or even angry about um, certain situations in your life, but how you handle those situations and those circumstances um, will be determined uh, by your attitude. All right, um, um, I don't. Let me see. The last. I'm gonna give you a couple more. Um, your attitude can decide the entrance or exit of a miracle in your life. It goes back to what we've been talking about. You know, all along. You know, um, you know, if you um have a negative attitude, then the miracle is going to leave your life. If you have a positive one and a godly one, the miracle is going to be drawn towards your life. All right. You can't um have doubt and disbelief and be negative and mean-spirited and all those things and think that great blessings are going to come your way. That's not how that's going to happen. So if you want to make sure that you see miracles in your life, you want to make sure that your attitude is in line with the Word of God. It's going to draw those miracles toward your life. Your attitude is affecting every relationship in your life. It determines whether good relationships grow or whether um, they shrivel up and they just fall by the wayside. And you can be in a great relationship when your attitude changes, when you become negative, when you become mean-spirited, when you become hostile, when you become something other than a great positive person, somebody that people want to embrace, want to be around, want to love. When you become something different than that, then the relationship is going to be pushed away and you're going to be wondering what happened. And it will be all because of your attitude change and that you didn't have the right attitude. So. Your attitude can determine um, the effect or effect upon every relationship in your life, and it is so true. You can you could be friends. You don't have to be in a romantic relationship. You could be friends with someone. When you become a person that others don't like being around, you will find those friends slowly pulling away from you to the point where they'll stop calling you. They will not want to be around you, um, or they'll say very little. Uh, they won't won't do lunch dates anymore, dinner dates, and all those kinds of things, and uh, all those activities. People don't want to be around other people who are negative all the time, who attitudes are horrible, who are um, uh, just uh, maybe full of rage, 
or just angry about something that they, you know, just refuse to let it go. And so now it's manifesting itself in everyday life. And so, you you know, you want to help people sometimes, but sometimes when they allow that to linger too long and they refuse to let it go, you have to step back and they need another type of intervention. You have to make make sure that your attitude is right and make sure that you don't connect to people whose attitudes are very draining and um, who will uh, maybe just wear you down, all right? Um, also, uh give you a couple more, and then we'll close on out. I'll open the phone lines in case you have a question or something. Um, uh, your attitude um, determines whether uh, whether you whether you whether you are successful in life or whether you are a failure in life. Hard word, failure, but sometimes people do fail. So if you choose to focus on your weaknesses only, you'll develop a negative attitude about yourself. But if you focus on um, the areas that you are strong in and any areas that you want to improve and make a, a, a commitment to to learning whatever you need to learn so you can do better, so you can uh, be more successful, then guess what? Your attitude, if you have the right attitude, will push you to learn, to read, to take a class, uh, um, ask somebody to teach you a skill, whatever it takes, you know. But if you say, oh, I can't do that. I didn't go to college. I don't know how to do that. I'm not a good speller. I can't write. If you come up with all kinds of excuses about why you can't do something, then your attitude is going to determine that you whatever it is that you want to do in life, you're not going to you're not going to satisfy that or you're not going to fulfill that because your attitude is going to cause you to have limiting beliefs and those limiting beliefs are going to stop you from progressively moving forward in life because there's nothing in there that can empower you. Negativity is not empowering, it's not motivating, it's not a launch pad, it is draining. And so if you want to move forward in larger territory, you have to replace a negative attitude with a positive one. And even if it's challenging for you, find somebody who can connect with you and be an accountability partner, who can encourage you, remind you that you want better uh, for your life, and who can check in on you and say, how did you do today? You know, did you do the worksheet? Did you read the lesson from the challenge today? What was your aha moment uh, from the lesson? How did it impact your life and encourage your life and then talk about it you know sometimes you have to just really talk some things through to actually see a major change take place um in your life and so remember attitude um can be the the greatest weapon um you know uh, in your life it also um is the greatest spiritual uh empowerment that you can have um in life you know the word of god talks about you know, our behavior, what we think about, how we think, take heed of what you say, you know, watch what you say, take heed of what you hear, you know, um, we are to uh, make sure that we guard our hearts with all diligence, for out of it springs the issues of life. You can't just let anything into your life, anything into your spirit, because it changes. When you let the wrong thing in, it changes a lot of things about you. Your personality can change. Your um, attitude can change. You You just really can't allow just anything to come into your life and into your spirit because it will interfere with your life, where you're headed, the path that you're going down, and whatever it is that you want to do in life or that you have been assigned to do in life. So you have to make absolutely sure that you are doing exactly what you need to do to make the necessary changes um, in your um, in your attitude. And so I'm going to... Uh, 
stop talking so much and let you, if you have a question or a comment, um, you can press the number one and the dashboard will let me know that you have something that you would like to say. Uh, if you have a question, even about the 45-day um, challenge before we close, um, you can um, press one and then um, I'll bring you on and then we can um, make sure that we get you the, the answer to your question or any information that you need. So once again, if you are uh, if you haven't joined us on the 45-day challenge, I will tell you again a little bit about it. It is the Got to Get Myself Together second annual uh, 45 Days Personal Growth Challenge. The theme this year is in larger territory. Knowing better means doing better. It's uh, 45 days. It started January the 25th. It's going to go all the way through March the 10th. We're going to have um, special lessons and worksheets that are going to be uh, posted in the Facebook group, the Got to Get Myself Together Challenge group. Um, we're also going to have some uh, special radio shows like on tonight, and then we'll have some more intimate-type closed um, uh, teleconference calls um, uh, lined up with specific topics um, on you know that has to do with you know improving um, your life over the next 45 days. It's very important, you know, as I said earlier, the beginning of the year, we always make New Year's resolutions, 30th or somewhere in February. Uh, We know we've made that resolution, but either we haven't started it yet, we, you know, fell off the wagon, got sidetracked, all those kinds of things. But when you commit to a challenge, then you're putting yourself in a position to really become disciplined in whatever area that challenge um, is in. And so if it's personal growth and development like this one, when you commit to it and you do it and you follow that challenge every day or however the challenge is set up, then what happens is you've developed that discipline of personal growth and development, and it doesn't leave you as quickly. If you could stay connected the first 7 to 14 days and then um, move forward, you have, and when I say stay connected, I mean you know you don't want to just go to the group, Facebook group, download the lesson, read it, answer the questions. You want to engage Become engaging in the group. Go and post your comment. You know, hey, today I learned such and such about myself. We had a couple of people that posted comments. So, you know, I listened to the audio, and um, here's what I got from that. You know, that's how you do it. We have to be uh, accountable to one another and uh, encouraging to one another. And when that happens, it doesn't make your personal growth or the journey for the challenge as long or you don't feel as isolated and alone you know, by yourself, because, of course, it is digital. So you're in your house, somebody else is at their house, someone else is wherever they are. And so the way that we come together to connect is going to be in the Facebook group and um, uh, by phone. And so make sure that you pick up the lesson. We're already into day three. So uh, days one and two, uh, lesson is posted and the worksheet is posted again. The first and second day dealt with you are spiritually responsible for your personal growth. And then today's lesson is how to make your attitude your friend. And remember, when I talk about friend, I'm talking about um, using it figuratively, and friend is going to be defined as a path that you're taking. So how to make your attitude your friend, how to make the atti- your attitude the path that you're going to choose to take. And what determines which path you take is what type of attitude you're going to have. Do you want your friend to be negative or do you want your friend to be positive? If you want it to be positive, you're going to have a great path in front of you. If you choose to make it negative, then you're going to have a very self-destructive and very limiting path that's going to be in front of you. And you will you will experience 
an unhappy life. It's going to be very, your life will be unsatisfying and unfulfilled because you would have chosen intentionally something that you know is not, it's going to hinder your life. Negativity never improves anything, okay? So it's always something positive that you want to connect to, even if you have to challenge yourself to do better. It's better to challenge yourself to do better than to settle in your mind that this is all that you can have in life. Settle for mediocre uh, or, or um, settle for negativity like I've always, uh, everybody in my family is negative, so we're all negative. That's not good enough. You know, push yourself to be different than everybody else in your family or all of the rest of your friends. Change your friends. You know, get rid of the ones that are draining, the leeches, people that are connecting to you with negativity, draining all of your energy out of you. And push and, you know, hey, you may have to go on a relationship fast and not have any friends right now until God sends you people in your life who are positive, uplifting, who can embrace you for who you were created to be and who can empower that and bring out the very best in you. So if, if you don't have those types of friends, pull back, go on a fast from re, uh, friendships, and just stay connected to God until something different happens in your life that you know is going to take you on a better down a better path and a more successful road. So that's my encouragement to you. Thank you so much for joining me on this first Got to Get Myself Together radio show. And uh, we will have many more over the next 45 days, and we'll also have some um, – Telecalls. If you're not signed up for the uh, 45-day challenge, you can go to ginger, G-I-N-G-E-R, uh, london.com, and you can sign up um, there, and you'll get the emails, and you also uh, can go to the Facebook group, hit the join button, and we'll go in and um, make sure that we add you to the group, and then that way you will have everything that you need. For those who are um, listening by phone, and if you are um a business owner, we do have another challenge. If you're a business or ministry, we have another challenge. It's called Got to Get Myself Together, 67 Days of Business School, Business and Ministry School Challenge. And um, it is $129 if you pay in full or $37.25 for the next four payments. We can put you on a payment plan. And um, we're going to do some great and awesome things. It's called Enlarge Your Territory, Launch Yourself. And it's about presenting, promoting, and taking off. So it looks like we have someone who has a question, so I'm going to uh, bring you on. Uh, hello? Hello. How are you? I'm good. Who is this? Okay. I do have a, just a comment on what you were saying about negative people. And mm-hmm. I, 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 and there's an old saying that misery loves company. Okay, yes. and if you have miserable people around you, they want you to be miserable as well. And I just heard about it. I say it was during the Christmas holidays. I had a friend of mine. She had um, we had she had gone through a divorce, and we were trying to be, keep her company and trying to keep her spirits alive with positivity. And uh, we got to a subject of somebody that we went to college with, and um, you know. And she was married, and and she made the comment, God, I hope she divorces that man. And I was like, well, are they having problems? She said, no, I just don't like them. And right then I said, you need to stop. You know, and I caught myself, okay, so I'm t- it's time for me to leave because you're wishing things on somebody because you're miserable. And there was the echo to what you said about positivity and, and miserable people. They want to bring you, bring you down, and that stigma attaches to you. And I'll echo what you said on that. 
Oh, thank you, you think so much. You made, you made me think about it, uh, Mr. London. Do you know who this is? Yes, I do. Robert Quintero, everybody, who thank is <laughs> from Houston, Texas, and he is a grant writer. For those of you who maybe have nonprofit organizations and you're actually um, uh, looking for a grant writer, uh, that's who Robert is. And we're going to see if we can get him on one of the uh, radio shows or telecalls for the business owners and the ministry owners uh, for the other challenge that we're doing. But uh, Robin and I have been friends for years. And so uh, if you're listening live right now or if you listen to the replay and you actually need some help in that area, just contact me and we'll I'll put you in contact um, with Robert. I appreciate Robert, yes, that. And please, yeah, please send me a, a uh, invite to, to join the group on Facebook. Oh, okay, I will. I will do that. I will do that. Yeah. All right. So I can participate. Huh? So I can participate. Okay. So, okay All right, you good. have a good evening. All right. Thank you so much, Robert, and thank everyone uh, for listening on tonight. Um, our time is up. I want to thank you so much. And so let's just go ahead and close out in prayer, and then I will see you um, in the Facebook group. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We just honor you on tonight. We just bless your name. We just just honor you, Lord God, and we just thank you that you've given us everything that we need for godly living, and that's your word and the power of your Holy Spirit. For anyone that's listening by phone or listening to the replay that's struggling with positive attitude and struggling with negativity in their lives, Lord God, Holy Spirit, I ask that you would go in and let um, and do the work um, of the word and go in with it as a double-edged sword and get down to the core of their being and begin to uproot those things that's hindering them and keeping them in a locked position of negativity and bring them forward into positive and to godly living so that they can have a sweet aroma coming from their lives. We just thank you for this time for sharing and studying and getting into your word and being able to teach and impart into the lives of others that are listening. I thank you for the gift you've entrusted to me, that I'm a good steward of that gift. Father, we just bless your name. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you again, everybody. God bless you.